0: Hi, everybody. Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce my new horror novel, Splatterfest,
1: is available now for pre order. Here's a brief description. This year's Splatterfest will be a real killer. Horror film convention Splatterfest is a haven for the goriest, grimiest, and weirdest horror films in the world. This year, it's bigger than ever in a special location the Kalman compound, the site of a cult massacre. The spotlight is on the premiere of Midnight Star, a film about the cult and its gruesome end. Thousands are attending, including horror fanatic Stephanie Watts. Steph is working the event using opportunity to meet her favorite stars. Guests include legendary directors, renowned scream queens, and infamous movie monsters. It's not all fun and games, however, as Steph sees the ugly side of Hollywood filled with spite and backstabbing. Despite the hiccups, everything is running smoothly. But then, the celebrities start dying. Looking like accidents at first, Steph finds connections to the long-dead Midnight Star cult and suspects murder. Someone is targeting the stars and it may be one of their own. As the death count rises, Steph must find the killer before it's too late. If she fails, Splatterfest will live up to its name.
0: Splatterfest releases November 22nd and is available on Amazon. There's a link in the description. Or you can find a link on my website, RobbieDorman.com. It's a great book for fans of Scream and Whodunit Slashers. I'd love for you to check it out.
1: One carrion, one Demi-Goblin.
0: one fortnightly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I'm your host, Robbie Norman, literature geek and writer,
1: and I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd.
0: And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, We're home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. This is episode 276. Woo! Woo hoo! Exciting week of Spider-Man's.
1: Mm-hmm. This 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 brought to you by by cletus cassidy and the delicious taste of bud light
0: we will be discussing maximum carnage later on in nearby book club um from 1993 very Goodness. very important
1: landmark
0: landmark comic the book. canon
1: of comics. yes so i mean important. to be fair it kind of actually is and that's the weird thing <laughs> no that's why we're reading it yeah i i, I honestly i think we will have a fun and interesting discussion. um I I don't know. I don't know either. There's a lot to say about Maximum Carnage, and we're going to say it all.
0: That's later on. Mm. Before we get there, though, we have comic books that came out this past couple of weeks to talk about. We get there first with our first segment. It is time for Hobbies for Nightly. Hobbies for Nightly is the part of the show where Eric and I review a selection of this past couple of weeks' books, tell you buy or do not buy them. There's a mush meter. It goes from one to five. If we have a mushy feeling about our decision our first let's see one two three four five books of the week are all exoswords uh here are you ready eric you ready for me to read 1500 credits
1: i've I've steeled myself okay
0: uh written by jonathan hickman jerry duggan and benjamin percy teeny howard and benjamin percy and jerry duggan because you can't keep them in the same order. Uh, drawn by Mahmoud Azrar and Lionel Francis Yu. Stefano Caselli. Phil Noto and Joshua Casara, With colors by Sonny Goh. Edgar Delgado. Our Ariana Mauer. No wait. Oh, just Phil, no- no, Phil Noto did his own colors. Excuse me. Guru FX. Letters by Clayton Cowles. Corey Pettit. Ariana Mauer.
1: And Corey Pettit. Okay. I'm repeating myself. That's fine. This is. Covering... I mean, if they did more than one book, I think it's just fair. They yeah. should get their name set. This is
0: X Men fourteen, Rodders fourteen to fifteen, Excalibur fourteen, and Wolverine number seven.
1: This is so much stuff. I'm.
0: I need your help, Eric. Frankly,
1: I need your help. Oh, I mean, just just, uh, just so such as such as the our relationship in general. It's okay.
0: I need your help with this comic book because I don't know how I feel about it anymore,
1: dude. I feel like I feel like like watching a hundred thousand episodes of the the zombie Simpsons has ruined you. It, it, it kind of has, I honestly. Yeah, like it is it, it is breaking you. Like, dude, this is this what what is what is wrong with this? What it, could possibly be wrong with this? This is this is some fun stupid comics about X Men fighting. Crazy like alternate reality mutants and fucking I don't know, man. There's some weird shit in here, and I don't know what, what, like, why, why is he just getting married all (laughs) of a sudden? What what was what was was, was that all about? That's
0: what I mean. You know,
1: like it, it was just it was just completely random. It was far like don't get me wrong, that shit's fucking super cute. I'm 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 here for i'm here for awesomeness and cuteness and i'm and fucking pogger pog <laughs> being a weird gator man and eating tarot cards and unicorn uh, buffets yeah it was really kind of kind of icky yeah storm storm waltzing at the bottom of the floor while mermaids make out
0: but and... mm-hmm. with, with uh with. Death. i mean
1: there's there's th- this is dude like i don't know this is cool like I kinda think that like i don't i don't I don't know like if if you're not telling like a really deep character driven like nuanced story or like whatever like if you're showing me pretty shit and it's awesome and it doesn't like you're you're not showing me anything like horrifically horrible that's gonna fucking like make me hate you as a writer like i'm 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 good, I'm having a fun time like right. i think comic books should be fun this is fun
0: here's here's my questions eric
1: uh,
0: me. i have lots of them
1: i mean they're it's it's worthwhile because this shit's weird i i think it's
0: just i was one it, it would definitely zigged when i expected it to zag where mm-hmm. i'm like okay we're gonna get a bunch of sword fights we we spent how many 10 issues now 10, 10 plus issues of these guys gathering swords and this big build up. Okay, it's gonna we're gonna have this yeah. big tournament. And suddenly they're like and then and then this lady, I don't I still don't know who this lady Saturnine is. Like I don't know her. I don't have a clue. It doesn't no. make any
1: fucking sense she to looked, me. She looks like Emma Frost. She just, looks just like the white queen and it makes me nuts. And I think that's part of it. I'm like Give she, her give her a crown or some fucking antlers or some shit. I don't know. Do something. She looks just like her. Looks just
0: like Emma Frost, and she's suddenly turned into Arcade like she's just like oh we're not having sword fights now we're gonna arm wrestle and we're like what do you mean we're yeah, gonna arm well, all wrestle? of a sudden
1: it, it it turns into the bte championship belt exactly play an alligator it's golf. like
0: dd it's the
1: ddt iron man heavyweight championship match with both we both made wrestling references we Scott, did. Uh, how, what is the likelihood of that happening on this podcast we're like oh we're arm
0: wrestling and oh in this game the the guy who died won i'm like what is yeah. what's
1: the point of all no, this that was, that that upset me that was like this this is that that's some fucking shenanigans that's some bullshit i don't support that it, that did that did upset me but like i don't know in in general i'm going to say um i'm going to say i'm having a good time reading this and i think to to look too deeply like this the, like every page is a beautiful work of art it's really fun it is a bit like watching like the fucking heels cheating
0: well here, here's you the, know? here's the other eric i want to i want to i want to throw a reference at you and see if, how you feel about it sure i'll throw you two honestly because this, the this, both of these thoughts came into my mind i first i'll start with this did you ever play mario party as a child
1: no okay
0: well then, that, then, then then I will. That was my first frame of reference. This is my other second frame of reference. I know. I mean, I'm f- I'm familiar enough.
1: If you can,
0: well, I I think the second one will further illuminate the first. In that this sure. just this feels, and then maybe it's always been this way, and I just mm. didn't recognize it, and now I have. Or maybe it's just this sudden shift into this wackiness with this contest instead of it being, like, I was expecting serious sword fights with, like, heavy shit going down. And you get some of those, but then you also get magic arm wrestling Gator Man, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I guess that's not a real, like, We I spent a whole issue with magic like and, and uh, Cypher, like, training together, and then Cypher gets married to muscle lady who can't understand which is cute i agree with you uh, it's very it
1: was, cute it was damned adorable very
0: cute but then magic yes. is just like oh she lost an arm wrestling competition i'm like okay but it makes me think of harry potter it makes me yeah it makes me think of the house races in harry potter where it's you're, kind of goblet of fiery where where gryffindor is behind and by like six million points mm-hmm. at the end. And then Lady Saturnine slash uh, Dumbledore coming and go, uh, I award six million points to Gryffindor because Harry's handsome.
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 to just to, to fill you in, the people who were buying this book uh, grew up reading Harry Potter. I know. And watching the movies. I know.
0: It's, I don't, I have always felt they were so arbitrary and felt it. If, if Mar, 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 I reference Mario party. Cause Mario party is like a game where you, you play for, you play for God knows how long, usually too long. <laughs> the games always go mm. too long. And then, it, and someone comes up, someone has a big lead. They're like winning like seven stars to three or four. And you're like, Oh, they're going to win. They're going to, they're easy. You, that person, sometimes it was me. They're they're mm. They got it. And then at the end, the last stage, the last level, right at the end, Bowser comes in, or Toad comes in, and they award three stars to some random person for no reason, and then they won. you're like, oh, so none of this meant anything. It was all random to begin with. I should have realized.
1: Mario Party is a game for... It's like Candyland, bud.
0: No, Candyland didn't have Mario in
1: it. Thank you for pointing that out. That's very good of you. I
0: mean, I bet if i searched right now there is a mario version of candy land probably now there probably
1: is i license. mean uh, if there was i would go buy it um i feel like there is a mario version of monopoly but i'd get that shit away from me
0: <laughs> we we have standards thank you very much yeah
1: I'm not gonna play fucking monopoly
0: i think it's it's i think it's just me crossing that and i think there is these v- incredible tonal shifts in, in these issues where the X-Men issue is very serious and it's about apocalypse and his former love and like this lore dump about the history of these two places and the, how they differ from each other where Krakoa is these mutants that are trying to be peaceful and trying to make peace with humanity while Arakoa is the opposite where they've always been at war and they are hardened and they don't want to make peace with others they want to dominate and then you get to marauders and you get arm wrestling and storm and wolverine like drinking mm-hmm. also, also here this is this is a seri- this is an actual complaint of mine all the other stuff is nitpicky bullshit but the issue ends with wolverine stabbing that lady and the next issue immediately is like nah it didn't happen i'm like what do you mean it didn't happen i saw it happen does that her is that one of her powers?
1: She has Phantomex powers where she can just like make we mean next issue.
0: Marauders we have, for, we have, Marauders fourteen. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. I was thinking in the sword fight because you went from the talking about Storm, you're talking about Wolverine in Marauders, where yes, I maybe it is like kind of fan, it's not in this book though. Fourteen to fifteen. Maybe it is kind of Phantom X y where she's like projecting the future on him or some garbage
0: that's all i could that's all i could figure out like i still don't again i still don't know what saturnite like who is she like she's the gar. she is both the guardian in between all these different dimensions keeping us safe keeping earth uh, safe from all these terrible onslaught of monsters and murderers but she's also like a goofy arcade like person who's just like let's have fun with our with the hand arm wrestling i'm like uh, okay, and she looks just like Emma Frost, man. I don't
1: like. I really wish they really should have done literally anything different with that design.
0: Art is all beautiful. Everything you said about the art is stands. All the art is gorgeous, especially Kasara in Wolverine. It is. We I think every time we've saw his art, we say how good it is, and it is better. I think it gets better every time, every issue um i applaud that i think i'm still a buy but i just it's it feels like a very sudden swerve like i don't maybe i just maybe i'm old i am old i think actually i don't have to there's no question i am old and i want nice i just want uh, like elevator music
1: you're weird dude
0: well i mean yes i agree are you're i know you're a buy right eric i don't think you're off the train
1: i think these are fantastic i'm super happy having a blast
0: that's a double buy on Exoswords number part four five three <laughs> where we're at next up who knows who knows punchline number one is our next book uh written by james denny the fourth and sam johns art by marco Andolfo, colors romulo fajardo jr letters by gabriella downey so here's some punchline for eric
1: right how do you feel about punchline this book is really frustrating in what way um well it's got this weird gimmick where the text and the the images kind of aren't telling the same story kind of because he's listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. and that's exhausting to read in a comic book punchline punchline has a podcast yeah of course um I also don't like that she's doing, like, this crocodile tears horseshit to try and be a manipulative, crazy person. Um, I enjoy things about it. Like, I like I like Tinian. I think this art is super cute and very good. It's well-painted. And I think that the characters are drawn in a fun and uh, fresh kind of way, even though it does feel very... Um, it feels like a very online anime kid. Um, I still really like reading or looking at it. Um, but I, I don't like this. I'm not invested at all. And I'm just so frustrated by, I don't know. This is, I, this is someone's attempt to try and create a zoomer joker.
0: I, I, um, I agree with you about the, I think the art is very good um very i i but i you the The podcast mm-hmm. the and the i i agree with you on the criticism of this kind of this manipulative whatever thing going on but i'm gonna like go even broader in that there are too many dang words on a lot of these yeah. pages this is this is
1: look 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 at this bullshit I'm on page This is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'm on I'm on page 16 or and you know there's a it's just and just all these pages there's like a novel written on each page. Mm-hmm. I'm like what this no, is No, it is
1: it is. This is terrible. This is a this is an illustrated novel. It, and I I I hate that. I hate that. Don't do that. It's so many
0: words. It's so it's tiring. Yeah. It is just yes. exhausting reading this because you're you're like you're like oh it's a i'm listening to a podcast that is really boring and i already know what it's going to say at the end but i still have to go through with it and i'm all then but i'm just watching like the most
1: typical i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go out i'm gonna i i skipped half of more than half of these words i'm like this okay fuck this fuck this fuck that no uh, you're gonna present me pages like this is not a comic book this is not sequential art this is this 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 is no this is not what i signed up for
0: like the the those the splash pages that the podcast art, the podcast writing is over are Mm -hmm. are pretty but like they're they don't tell you anything they're just like oh it's Mm -hmm. like hey look it's punchline on a boat you're like okay it's punchline stabbing a rat. Like, what does that mean? Like, what is that even saying? And then, yeah, it's it is literally just telling you everything. It's just there's no showing. <laughs> there is that is the, the the a lot of the beauty of comic book page. Is like it can show you something. The and this art is clearly very good, and when there is storytelling to be done, it's good at that. Like there is good uh, facial acting and there's good moment to moment action. You, you you can follow along very easily, but then there's just all these pages of this mm-hmm. lady's podcast, and I'm yeah. just, I just go oh okay this, and I know it's not like it's the the this plot is not tricky. This plot is very straightforward, where punchline has been. You know, it's a plot been done in superhero comics many, many, many times. Certainly not the person was using a, a, a podcast before, but they've done stories with the Joker like this many, many times. Where the Joker has committed a crime, but then he creates uh, publicity in the news that, you know, create a... Create this is basically the that Joker movie. It's the same... Like, it's very similar to that, even. So why spend all this time with her talking? And also... I'm so tired of of comic books that comic book stories that are like, oh, man, I'm going to the like, there's a lot of dialogue in here about Punchline examining the Joker and all the things he's done and like differences in how he's behaved. And I liked it more when he did crimes like this versus crimes like this. And it's very meta about oh, like look, look how the comic book has changed over time, and how we've written the Joker has changed over time. And
1: yeah, I'm I'm basically sick of. Um, I mean, you can stop after you say comic books about the Joker, like that. the. I'm already I'm already tired of it, even without the commentary on, you know, the meta well, about about comics. Like it, it's not. I I don't know. It's it's but when
0: of course that's you, what you're trying to do is like compile like a bunch of people who wrote different arcs over a long period of time, trying to m- dance with continuity. Like it's all real world boring stuff. It has nothing to mm-hmm. do with this actual character, and it's not going to work well in context. So why mention it at all? Like what is what does Punchline want? I don't know. Like I would think that I should know by the end of this comic book what Punchline wants. Instead, we get to be continued next year. Mm. And I go, oh, well, not I'm not I don't care because I don't know anything about Punchline except she really likes the Joker. And she's convinced a bunch of idiots to follow her with a podcast. That's all I know after I read this comic book. And that is not enough to make me to read the next one in 2021. It says to be continued in 2021. Not with me. I'm going to do not buy.
1: Yeah. Um Excited to say, do not buy on this. I I don't want it. That's a double do not
0: buy punchline number one. Next up is crossover number one. A story by Donny Cates, art Jeff Shaw, colors D. knieff letters and design John J. Hill.
1: This is this is this is now a Donny Cates fan podcast.
0: <laughs> we <have That> we're,
1: <laughs> we're we're throwing out all of our other material, and we're just we're just going to be standing Donnie Cates.
0: To be fair, we've not. There is he's written stuff that we've not liked.
1: No, it's true. I don't really want to read Venom.
0: I like I I like Venom, but I think it's something you don't just read an issue of. I think you have to read all of it.
1: Well, we did just read Maximum Carnage, and I I don't think I, I, I don't think I'm in the mood for <laughs> more venom, no, yeah. no no more symbiotes. That's how it's pronounced. That is how it's pronounced. The lady the lady on the internet told me that. Correct. Symbiotes. The symb- symbiotes. We're gonna say that's how we're gonna say it for the rest of this podcast. Symbiotes. So Crossover not gonna do that.
0: Crossover is a book about uh the real world gets visited by superheroes and
1: And half tone filters. And half
0: tone filters. <laughs> and Kirby Crackles. And uh they destroy Colorado and get locked in a bubble, and now everyone hates superheroes.
1: I guess. And there's the Westboro Baptist Church. Um Hates hating covered. on hate, superheroes. Hates superheroes and too. Cosplayers. Yeah.
0: Yep. Evil. They're evil. They're evil satanists. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Eric? You like this?
1: I mean, where do you think I stand on this?
0: I'm sometimes you're this hard is, to predict, this, Eric. This I don't want to. This
1: is this is like Eric Bate. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> I just, I'm not gonna.
1: This is this is this is basically making me think of some of my favorite Donny Kate stuff. It harkens me all the way back to Buzzkill, which is referenced in in this issue
0: i i uh, i'm i'm it's been hinted at very strongly by mr case himself on twitter that we will see probably many of his characters
1: that he owns in but let's this book. let us hope so let let us hope so um i i'm i'm i don't know I, I it's almost hard for me to engage with the content because i'm just so happy to read this um I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just loving it. I love I love this artist. I haven't seen him basically. Maybe he did something. He was he Jeff worked, Shaw. Is his yeah, name? He, he
0: worked on several mar- Marvel stories with uh, Donnie that we had not. Yeah, we, I mean, I know that he's on. done
1: some other stuff with with Donnie here and there. But this is this this feels more natural and better. And I've I don't know. His I, I, love, I, love I love I love Buzzkill. I loved I love. I love Donny Cates writing. Um, I'm hoping. I, I I feel very positive on this, very sanguine. This is going to be my favorite Donny Cates since uh, what? God Country.
0: God Country is probably yeah.
1: Yeah, here it is. Here's an ad for it. Um,
0: we have we have we have. There's other books out there we haven't read, but you can you can see all the uh, the Donny Cates verse yes on the
1: back page basically. <laughs> I mean, I you got to put your own ad in there. That's very true. Um, that's what you do.
0: But I imagine we'll see a lot of those characters in this book. It's been hinted at very strongly, and you know, considering his ties with Marvel, they mention Marvel and DC explicitly in this. We get a Superman analog mm-hmm. at the final page. Um, I'm I'm interested. I think that's the thing. It's got me. It's got me. My interest peaked. Um, D-
1: Donnie can write
0: good hooks.
1: Yeah. He's he's I feel like that's really important. Well it's
0: yeah, he he is uniquely he's he is he is like a... it's uh why can't I um Karen Gillen. It makes me him him and Karen Gillen where it's just like when you get a comic book from them, mm. you know ah, that it's going to be measured, paced, professional, it it knows what it's doing. It knows how to write serialized comic books. It, puts, it sets those hooks in. It knows, it knows when to drop those story beats. It, it keeps you turning page to page. It understands, that, it understands how the art and the words work together to tell a great story. And when it, mm. it knows when to get out of the artist's way. It knows when to put in that extra little bit of dialogue or narration. It knows when not to. You know, it's just hyper competent comic book writing. There's
1: no one in this comic book listening to a podcast.
0: No, it is it is it is full of characters doing things, interacting with other characters. And I, I mean, that seems real simple, but sometimes it that we just literally just read punchline number one. It doesn't. It fails on that on that metric multiple times. And like, there's you know, there's a multiple reveal pages in this book that know what they're doing. Jeff Shaw's art is always great; looks great here, even in this very like simple like comic book shop scene. Like it, it keeps the poses and the characters work dynamic and interesting, and knows where to put the camera. It 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 makes me want to find find out what happens, and that's ultimately what. It should be doing. Sell so them a buy. Not complicated.
1: No. Well, I mean, I think that I don't know. The best art does not appear complicated. Maybe it is. Um. I mean, I'm not. It's simple does not mean easy. Yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. This book is good. Mm-hmm. Give Give Mister Cates your money.
0: That's a double buy crossover number one. Lastly, is Power Rangers number one. Written by Ryan Parrott, illustrated by Francesco Mortorino, colored by Raúl Angelo. lettered Egg Dushire
1: Have we make me read fucking Power Rangers? We, I was
0: I was going to ask you. Have we? I don't. I don't. Have we ever read a Power Rangers comic on this podcast?
1: Oh yes. Okay. I didn't remember. Two or three. This is the second, at least the second time, probably the third.
0: Okay. I don't. My memory is gone.
1: I think you just you it just doesn't make as much of an impact on you. Power Rangers or more integrated into your life than they are mine i well i i certainly watched them as a child um i i i i am a 95 year old man (laughs) this is this is what my grandkids were watching
0: oh a pokemon what's pokemon
1: i played i i mean you can talk to me about pokemon i i I know eric i I definitely have I don't know, basically latest <laughs> and first generation. I skipped that on everything in between.
0: <laughs> Where what are your thoughts on the Power Rangers? This
1: Power Rangers. This is like a very us. pretty book that I could not give half a fart about. <laughs> okay. I I I I I mean I really like I feel like I don't know, a lot of superhero media definitely makes the mistake of I mean, in a comic, is it really a mistake? Because you sort of have to assume that people are picking it up and have a certain level of education on what's going on. To me, this is a bunch of gobbledygook. Obviously, I know that they are sentai heroes and that they have colors and they do martial arts and there's glowing people and robots and everyone is talking about shit. And it makes no sense, and I have no idea why anyone is doing anything. <laughs> and I, I, I'm like, well, th- well, this, this shit, this is very pretty. I'm gonna put this book away.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, this is my here. This is I don't know if I'm correct, but this is what I think is, has happened. This is me piecing together my limited Power Rangers knowledge because I haven't watched anything. I watched the original Power Rangers when I was. That, that is not
1: who these are. That is a separate book. No,
0: well, the original Power Rangers are have now graduated into becoming the space the uh, they're the, what do they call the it says it, I I read it. I read it in this comic book. It says mm-hmm. it on the last page um or the second to last page. Mhm. Um I'm trying to find it.
1: I'm just Omega, going to pretend. The, the Omega the, Omega
0: huh? Rangers. The uh, I believe ah. the Omega Rangers are now were, are the original Power Rangers. And they they graduated, <laughs> I think, to like sure. sp- space stuff, and then the
1: they're the they're the Green Lantern Corps.
0: Yeah, they're the Green Lantern. They're
1: the, they're the Nova Corps.
0: They're the Novas, and then there's the original. Uh, there's new Rangers on Earth, you know, working with with Zordon and and the, and the original Green Ranger. His name is Zordon. His name is Zordon. Um. And they're and they're worried about an incoming galactic threat that's going to destroy the Earth. And there's a criminal, there's this an evil space pirate that they have that is also a really big threat. And they're they need him for some reason. Um, yes, I reasons I know. So that's what I know. It's more than what you knew going in. I am still very confused. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I know it's not like I'm. This is not a college course. It's just it's gone, but. I don't. It's very pretty, but Red,
1: Red Ranger, Red Ranger, kind of has a Brian Pillman Jr. going on.
0: He does. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna. This is my like. It's very pretty. is very, very good, good looking. The colors it's really are really
1: nice looking. The 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 colorist needs a raise.
0: It's. I very, mean the the
1: the the the, the penciler, anchor, the the. I mean the line art's beautiful. It's very good, but, but they look cool as hell. Like I. I am intrigued by the way this book looks, but it is, I don't, to, to, to borrow a word from your depiction, this is fucking impenetrable. I have no idea what is happening except on the, the basis, the basis notes here. Like this is, this just like, I'm like, okay, this guy's like, I, I, i don't even know any of these characters names no i think you know and i don't know that you need to because it's like it's yellow ranger red ranger i mean
0: they literally call him red at one point they don't even
1: bother with his name
0: i think it's it's my test for this was like i we read this because i saw this sold one hundred and seventy thousand copies good god and i'm like well if it's that popular that means there must be a lot of buzz about it and maybe this is a book that will get like will is an on-ramp to the Power Rangers. You know, it'd be a way to like hey, you get if you're not used to the Power Rangers, you don't know much about them, this is a a very popular number. New number 1, you can read it, slide into the lore and they'll they'll j- gently like pull you into the deeper waters. No, this is just like they just throw you in the deep end of the pool. If you're not a Power Rangers fan, you're I don't I can't recommend this. Like if you're no, and if you're I... already a Power Rangers fan, you don't need us to tell you to buy it or not. You've already bought it. It's it's it doesn't give you enough like they're because they try and they put so many characters into this book and the 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 like the interesting thing about it, the biggest hook is oh, it's the old Power Rangers coming back to to break this Galactic criminal out of jail to help fight a bigger threat, and that's all well and good. But I don't understand any of it. I don't like. I don't know what kind of terrible guy this is because I haven't seen any of it happen. And the people who've seen that are the people who've been reading this comic book for a long time. So my choices are like, oh well, I can just take it on faith that it's this guy. I have to go back and read a bunch of comic books to know what's happening. It's not really number one. I mean, I, I, I might, this is my, my, my most generous of recommendations is like, I might come back and read the trade of this if it has good buzz, but I can't rec- like, if you're cold on this, don't No, no, it's doesn't, it does not, it has too, way too much going on and not enough clarification. And it gives, there's too much there, there. It's, it's never personified. The, the, the issue is never like, Oh, I need to worry about this one character and their, their struggle. It's, there's a big galactic threat. I'm like, well, that doesn't, that's not going to get me in. There's galactic threats in every comic book. So it looks gorgeous. If you love the Power Rangers, you probably already bought it, but that's probably, it's probably perfect for you. I'm a do not buy.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, don't make me read this crap.
0: So next week we'll be reading Power Rangers Go, I Go, mean, Go, number two. No, I,
1: I I think you'll be getting my notice. <laughs>
0: You're not allowed to leave, Eric.
1: I, I know. I, I understand how it is.
0: Your soul is bound to mine.
1: Says that. Well, certainly at this point, when we when we sacrifice that uh, that pig together, I mean, had barbecue. I mean, we've
0: eaten. <laughs> we've, eaten, we've, we've, eaten uh,
1: we've, we've eaten a lot of barbecue together. It's fine.
0: We've eaten a lot of barbecue
1: together. I wish I could eat it. I wish I could do it now.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: Um, Badio Scalera, uh, cover. It's just, it's just, it's just really. I don't know. Maybe you can't make your comic better, but goddamn, can you pay a superlative uh, fucking artist to try and make someone buy it? Mm hmm. It looks real good. Yeah, it's crazy beautiful.
0: Um, that'll do it for Floppies this week. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for Checking In. <laughs> Checking In is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about what I've been doing the past couple weeks about movies, video games, T V shows, whatever. Eric, what's up?
1: Oh my god. I'm so tired, buddy. I'm so 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 tired. I wonder if I wonder if I even have I can I can talk about some things that have been grinding away on my my poster which is finished and is gone off to the, the printer. Um really pleased with how the art turned out and it's in it's separated now. What a what a horrible lot of work that is. You don't you don't know pain until you sat around for eight hours doing a screen print separation. It, Mostly because the 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 technical tweaking and getting the the trapping to work in a nice way.
0: I will I will say that the poster itself is very beautiful and looks incredible and I'm excited to get my print whenever it comes here.
1: I'm, 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 dude, I'm excited to see him printed. And I had a conversation with the the printer, uh, Mike Toth at Alleyway about it today. And he was very complimentary of the work that I had done on the separation. I put a lot of work into tweaking it and making sure that it was, um, because screen printing is can be imprecise particularly on paper you can have the layers underneath the top layers sort of shift around as you're printing and you don't have control that they're all in registration perfectly with each other so you need fudge room built into even a even a very good printer will need fudge built into the way that it's built and i spent a lot of time really thinking about how I wanted to do that. And I feel like I did a very good job, but I even meticulously went in and like erased parts and like made them neater and and more accurate. So hopefully we will have as few of the problems associated with that as possible. And I'm excited to work with Mike for the first time. He's a a very talented guy. Uh, He's done a lot of really cool work and, he seems to be eager to want to work with me on more projects. So hopefully we can do more. So, you know, and he's a St. Petersburg guy, too. So that's a very cool thing to me.
0: I think you've, I I mean, I'm Eric, here, I know you worked really hard on your poster.
1: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think right. you're burying the lead here. You finally beat Mario Brothers.
1: I mean, you're not wrong about that. And I, 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 I was, I literally was going to talk about that. <laughs> you know, you're bringing it up. You're bringing it up as a, um, as a joke, but actually I don't know that I should bring that up. God knows what's on my Google photos account that I don't (laughs) need to, I don't need to, I don't need to live cast all the, all the weird pictures I take and upload to Google photos. Um, (laughs) your filthy reference. There's a lot of weird like idea and just, I don't know they they would if there really were blacklists and shit they would put all illustrators in jail <laughs> um you mean but you be mario not once but twice three times three actually.
0: times here's my if i had the air horn button i would be popping it right
1: now yeah yeah Turned down for what um no i because i i saturday i was messing around and playing it on my crt Um, and my Raspberry Pi, which I thought was a good setup, but then I played it, uh, in the Nintendo online, um, on my switch and I was delighted to find it It was a lot easier and I'm a lot better at Mario than I thought I was. Um, and I beat it the first time just sort of to get a feel for it. Um, and I used like the, the, it's got like emulator features in it, you know, like you can, rewind and set uh save states and stuff, which I did use on the, the Raspberry Pi, but then I just beat it straight through. Uh I just used extra lives and, you know, beat it with like the standard lives that you start with and found a couple of one ups and beat the game. So I think honestly I want to tr- I want to try and get a time under ten minutes. I want to, I want to try and beat Mario one under 10 minutes. That's that is, that is a goal that I have that I legitimately want to do. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I, I really am. I really am proud of this. Um, as silly as that is, it is a thing that I have never been able to do the whole time. I've been alive. <laughs> Remember at Megacon, how long it took for someone to beat, beat it oh i I thought about that guy the whole time. I think he had purple hair. I remember that forever when that that guy came to our booth and kept playing Mario and finally beat it and we did d- I don't know the crowd went wild the other the other thing um I taught a graphics class um was it went over pretty big. I recorded it. I'll probably uh make it available. Um, for, for a a, a nominal fee and I need to distribute it to folks that took the class in case they want to rewatch it. There were some, there were a couple of very excited students and I feel like a lot of people learned a lot from me. Um, it's always weird because like I make everything so complicated that it's amazing how grateful someone can be for explaining something that feels so simple. Um, So it was, it was good. It was positive. Um, but it was, um, a couple of kids from diversity arts joined the, uh, joined the class. Um, what else happened? Uh, members of the Tampa hacker space, stuff like that. It was, it was, it was neat, you know, Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a good experience. I wonder if I can even play part of the video, um,
0: on the internet,
1: on the internet. Oh, it's amazing. I know. But it was, uh, we're definitely muting this though. But, you know, it was still, you. know, I don't know, covered a lot of really interesting, neat stuff and kind of did it in OBS over Zoom, which was a thing that I was excited to try and learn and taught people. I, I don't know. I had a good time.
0: Basics of uh, graphic design?
1: I mean, not just graphic design, but, you know, just how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and talked about the history of Adobe and how we got to where we got and how to edit stuff. And I don't know. It was a, it was a big old time. I'm pretty proud of, um, of the work that I've done. I think it's, I think nowadays that should
0: be like almost required learning for. Yes.
1: I agree. Young people. Like, no, um, I agree. And I mean, mean, a lot of them do basically seem to innately know about it. You know, and there's resources everywhere. My my whole goal, or at least I would say one of my main goals, was like here's a basic knowledge, so you know how to learn. Right. You know, it's important too. Like I I I did a whole section, uh, where I talked about VCR problems. Um, I think I learned that from Mark Manson, but the the basic idea is like you're so intimidated by all the buttons and bullshit on the VCR that you don't like, you're just scared to program the VCR to set the, the timer, or set the clock, you know? And and that is a big part of Photoshop in particular is just, there's, there's so much information in the program and every menu has so much crap in it. And making stuff is really complicated, you know? <laughs> like I, I i i don't know um it gets to be a lot so that, that that's really the the perspective that i wanted to take you know mm-hmm. here's here's a basic knowledge and here's how you learn here's how you can can ask better questions here's how you can know a little bit more and here's just some neat fun stuff too you know also good yeah i think i did other crap too but i'm I'm just i'm i'm so tired. That's a lot of stuff you did. It was a lot. It was exhausting saving that princess. It is I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you fight dragons. You step on to, mushrooms. You got to go
0: to multiple other castles.
1: Oh, um, I got Torchlight two for the Switch. Oh, okay. I'm I'm excited about that. I think I need some m- mindless dungeon crawling. Oh, I was gonna say in my well, life. Speaking of mindless dungeon crawling, <laughs> yeah. Is, is 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 hades mindless dungeon crawling um uh, not quite mindless but it's there's okay well i'll start with hades i thought about getting it myself but it seemed like more story like mm. than 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 mm. that i wanted to deal with
0: uh n- not really <laughs> it's not there's not a lot of story
1: in hades there it it has the, like it has, it's, is it is it like is it like in Diablo slash uh Torchlight where you can just like okay that person's saying words to me all right there's a thing on my map now I'm going to walk towards that and kill that I guy I mean there's
0: less than that like uh Hades yeah. is I'll start with Hades I've been playing Hades a lot uh this week I've had it, I've I bought it early in early access and now it's it got fully released it didn't have a long time in early access um but it's basically debuted <laughs> to full like wave reviews from everyone I would follow on the internet. Yeah. And I just the, I the, the 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 Twitter
1: thirst posters were, were ready.
0: But it they is were uh, all about it. It's from the maker it's from Supergiant, makers of Bastion and Transistor and Pyre and uh Those are good games. Yeah. And it is different than it reminds me most of from those, it reminds me most of Bastion. Um, but basically Bash in Rogue Legacy kind of had a baby mm. where it's, it is so a rogue, it is
1: run based.
0: It's a run game. It's a run based game. It's a roguelite. It, but, mm. you know, it it has but it also has that kind of uh it, the rogue legacy sense where you can you you slowly build your character over time. Mm-hmm. You can change out weapons. You can change out like a lot of different bonuses and customize your builds. So that you can play the game in a many, many, many different ways. Um, there is a quote-unquote story. You are trapped in Hades. You're this. You're you're the, and you have to escape. You're you're you want to you want to make it to Earth, uh, and it uses. You're you're in underworld of it's the Greek underworld. It's really fun to me, funny to me that I just finished playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is set in Greece, and now I'm playing Hades, which is set in the Greek underworld. But you are trying to escape. You you play Zagreus, the son of Hades, and you are you get the help from all the gods in Olympus, Olympus. They send down boons to you while you're playing, and those serve as kind of the bonuses to your your playstyle as you go like Zeus. He'll give you lightning bolts, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, Artemis, the goddess of the hunt of the hunt, He gives you, uh, then, and, but they don't just give you one kind of bonus. You choose among a variety of them. And then throughout your run, you upgrade them in a variety of different ways. And oftentimes the gods you choose the way they blend together also create a unique s- style that will change from game to game each run is completely different from the other but you're also investing back in the, your home base so so to speak you're choosing new weapons to build you're upgrading the the buildings basically you know um uh, it there is a story like you you can go much like bastion it's a lot of it you go or it reminds me of mass effect a lot as well like in mass effect you'd go back to your ship and then you'd go and talk to all your crew members and they would have, they have their own personalities and their own interests and their own little conflicts within the, the story. And if you want to engage with that stuff, it's there. If you don't, you don't have to talk to anyone. You can just go right back into the dungeon and fight a bunch of monsters again over and over and over again. Um, It's a, I I find the the, the, the personality, the conversation, the art in the game is top, top notch.
1: It's like hurting my feelings a little bit. It's so it's so fully realized. The voice acting is
0: incredible. Just incredible. As good as any game I've ever played um So it's if if you're gonna play Hades, I'm to- definitely engage with all the characters. Talk to everyone. Isn't it
1: like surprisingly cheap too? I seem to remember it was like twenty bucks on the fucking Switch.
0: I think it's twenty twenty five somewhere in there.
1: um That's that's
0: a like
1: I'm gonna have to get myself a copy of it, even though I literally just bought Torchlight. I don't know. Maybe it'll. It's not like on sale or anything. I don't think the price is gonna go up. Maybe I'll just wait a couple of months and and play it later.
0: I mean I'm finding it's I'm gonna be probably playing this until Cyberpunk comes out. Well and considering mm. Cyberpunk will be coming out for another three years. Um Hades is gonna be a great time. That was a delay joke. Um
1: I mean I I I got it.
0: It's yeah. okay. I Hades is very, very good. It's it is that it's a the gameplay itself is like action RPG-ish. It's you know, like like Bastion, you know? It plays mm-hmm. a lot like Bastion plays. Um, but more combo based, uh, dashing. There's the, the part, the effects on the screen are sometimes almost overwhelming. There's so much of it and looks so beautiful. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening on screen, but there's a strategy. There is each, the enemy has the unique way to defeat them. Um, the worlds are the the different planes of hell as you try and escape are all different and beautiful in different ways. Um, it's it's a funny game even like it's it there is moment there's it's has a lot of good humor in it too
1: um Mm. and it's also fun. i I have heard really really good things about the the personalities and the characters my biggest turnoff is as you know i just don't care for run-based games it's it's like i really want to play spelunky and this is really neat looking i want to play this too um I don't know. I always feel cheated when it's a run-based game. I, mean, I just feel really frustrated by it. But maybe I thought you'd... maybe I need to give yeah. more modern ones more of a chance and try and dig in a little bit deeper. There's because looking at spelunky uh, by some of my favorite streamers and looking at this, they're just there really do seem to be a lot of levels that I have not even scratched. Well, this this um,
0: this game. I mean, here, Eric, do you like Rogue Legacy? Right? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't like Rogue Legacy. I'm thinking of someone else then.
1: I know I mean, I I I bought it. I played it for a day. I got incredibly frustrated with it <laughs> um, because, like, I I don't know. Like, I I I I think I'm better at learning. Um, I think I'm better at l- learning like levels and whatever than learning mechanics. I don't know. I have no earthly clue. I mean, outer. I mean, also, I do. A
0: game you would describe as maybe your favorite of all time, Outer Wilds, I would call it run based game.
1: Yes, but the world is the same every time. I mean, that's the difference. Like you, like when you pitched, when you pitched Outer Wilds to me, I specifically remember you saying that it is the opposite of procedurally generated. It is, uh, what is the word that you used? curated what it was it bespoke is what you said you yes. said bespoke it is bespoke it is bespoke <laughs> um i mean i think hades
0: is really well crafted and is mm-hmm. is it doesn't feel like they leaned on procedure generation to just pat out the runtime of the game it is a game that I am. I'm like I almost beat the game last night. I almost made it all the way through. I I got close, mm-hmm. and I will probably beat it within the next five hours of playing it. But I am not going to stop playing it after I beat it. Yeah, I'm going to play through this because there's a lot of stuff to unlock with every. That's point.
1: a right, and that's a thing that I'm seeing. Like like Spelunky Two definitely has an end. This definitely has an end. But there's also, even beyond that, there's depth. And that's a thing that never really made sense to me. I just, I don't know. Like, I I feel like... You just want a story and it to be over with? I need, like, it to be a well-defined thing and not just, like, I don't know, some, I don't know, a weird toy for me to spin my wheels with forever. You know, like, did, did you ever play Final Fantasy Tactics? I did. Do you like it? It's too slow. I mean, it's a so I like, I think here it's, tactics I, is the opposite of of these games in my mind because it is a it is it is a slow, methodical, um, but it rewards you for staying with it and coming back, and you it grows over time. This um, I mean, I will and, say and, that, and these things I never, I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to there... get into any. Of, I didn't even realize there were there were different layers to it.
0: I mean, Hades has. Incredible amount of depth. That's the thing that I'm yeah. most impressed by. Yeah. Because you play through one, you go. I like. I, I think that happened in early access when I first got it. I put. I went. Mm. I did a run or two runs. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Mm. I'll put it down until it. You know, it comes until it comes out. A lot of the time that happens in early access. Where I go, if it doesn't hook me right away, I'll be like, well, it's going to get worked on, developed. It's super giant. They're going to yeah. do work on it. I'll come back. Yeah. But as I went, you know, this time I sat down with it, played it more seriously. I'm like, I'm going to do you know, run, 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 run. And there are system after system after system after system that they reveal to you over time that make Mm -hmm. the mechanics, make the way you play change so dramatically that, you know, it's not, and it's not just, oh, I have a new weapon that's an up-close fast weapon instead of a long-range slow weapon. Mm -hmm. That is certainly a level to it, but there's there's more, there's system on top of that where, as you're going through runs you find gifts and you give these gifts to npcs you encounter either at your home base or out in the dungeon and every time you do that they well the first time that you do that to every single one of these they give you a keepsake and then the keep keepsake whichever one you have equipped gives you a certain bonus like you have cerberus your dog well you can pet you can pet your dog it's an important part of the game
1: it, so it gets it gets put on the list of uh dogs that you can pet
0: yep so I you give Cerberus a gift, he gives you a collar. You bring the you equip that collar, it gives you a bonus to your health. But the longer you equip that collar, you unlock new levels to that collar which improve your health more. And there's a there's one of those keepsakes for every single NPC in the game, and there's like twenty-five or thirty of them. And they every single one does a different thing. And you can level each of them up by using them in encounters, by doing specific things with them. And that's only one of the systems that you can engage with. You have your magic mirror, which you basically is the, the the closest analog to a normal RPG leveling system where you just invest in more health to start with. You invest in more money to start each run with. Like there is, and there's numerous things in that. And there's even a really clever thing in this game that I've never seen before that I think is really fun in that magic mirror, which you level up your character you can then each of those characteristics that you like, you level up your health to plus whatever you can then flip it to the other side and level up a different thing and flip that back and forth. So it's a binary switch of like, I want to focus on this run. I think I'm going to try by using my health plus health, starting health, whatever that is, or my next run. No, I want to try the other way. I want to flip this over to a different switch and eat, And there's like, a dozen of these things over a dozen i haven't even unlocked them all yet and that's the thing like there's just more and more and more and you i like i literally just unlocked the codex which gives you background information and it, all the, all it did was show me like all the stuff that i hadn't unlocked yet i'm like oh my god i played and usually roguelites are not are games that don't have this much stuff
1: in them mm-hmm. you know a lot of the time roguelites do i think that's the that's been the big rub for me
0: like that's, that's why been the
1: big, that's been the big rub for me.
0: I mean I think my favorite ones are the ones that have that. And I think like Enter the yeah. Gungeon, I loved Enter the Gungeon because there was so much to it. And Hades is a different kind of game. Enter the Gungeon's more of a shmup. But this Hades is as tight mechanically as any action RPG ever. It's beautiful. The voice acting's great. Um it's and there is a story. Uh it's and it's it's I'm not even sure what it's like. It reminds me about *Our Wilds* in a way because it is kind of a time loop because you're in yeah. hell and you die and all you just get sent back to hell and you're trying to escape hell so you are just every time you you like literally there is a there is a, a character that every time you die and come back he like uh, it's Hypnos the god of sleep. He's there, and he's and he's like, "Ah, uh, see, got, I see one of those spearmen got you this time. You know, you got to watch out for those spears." And you're like, "Oh, you fucking asshole! I hate you." Uh, he's always so chipper about it, too. He's like, "Oh, the Minotaur got you this time, huh?" You're like, "Yeah, the Minotaur got me." He's like, "You got to watch out." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I know you got to watch out." Thanks, appreciate it. Also, in your training room, there's a skeleton named Skelly, and he gives you tips. And He sounds like a cab driver. <laughs>
1: I mean, as any as any sassy skeleton should. As
0: any sassy skeleton should. You can also kill him a thousand times, in a row.
1: Um, the artwork makes me think of Guilty Gear a lot. It looks like, a lot. Yes, yeah, that, so that, that that endears me to it quite a bit. It,
0: it certainly does look like a lot like Guilty Gear. Um, yeah.
1: Other thing is, I I spent uh, longer than I thought talking about Hades, but um, you would not shut up about Hades, bro. I was like, you're going to talk about your own book for two minutes now.
0: Well, I have a book coming out this Sunday called Splatterfest. You should buy it. Everyone out That's there. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> uh I no, I've spent a lot of time on it. It is a who slasher uh set at a horror film festival where all the celebrities are being picked off one by
1: one. You uh, probably heard the pitch for it at pro- the beginning of this podcast. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um it's great for fans of Scream. Um I'm and I I I I, I wanted to write a book that that I was, mean had fun it's, with uh, it's murder, with horror. It's,
1: mur- it's murder at a convention who hasn't thought about doing that. <laughs> there's a lot of fun celebrity analogs in there that get killed in ironic ways. Um and it's a it's a does 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 Shatner get choked by his own toupee? Um no.
0: I I also don't want necessarily give them away because that would be spoilers, but there's no Shatner does not appear. It's all horror film
1: analogs. I know I'm just and there's be, a john is, carpenter me being
0: ironic there's a bruce Carpenter there's a bruce campbell there's a john carpenter there's a rob zombie there is a
1: um jamie lee curtis so what is what is what is the rob is it is it john frankenstein joe banshee joe banshee joe banshee it's not bad that's that does sound very shock rocky he sounds like he would open for alice cooper i, I like that name i wanted to just be ridiculous about it i mean you know john frankenstein you wish that was your name
0: i just i always go to syllable counts a lot of time when i'm creating name analogs i always like go to syllable counts and to like i'm like okay it needs it
1: it does need to have a sort of similar flow
0: and uh i don't want to have to type frankenstein like a thousand times so
1: i mean that's 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 quitter talk. (laughs) I mean, absolutely, but it's on a it's 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 you should. I mean, just imagine Mary Shelley, and then Frankenstein Uh, went. That's that's I read that book. That's exactly how. Yeah, that's what happens in that in that book. That's exactly what happens exactly in Frankenstein. And then the last page, she's like, you know, I know the other guy was Frankenstein, but I don't mind if you call me that. Okay, (laughs) goodbye. That's how that book ends.
0: Oh, good. No, I like the sequel more about Futenstein. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite.
1: Bringing it back to Footenstein. <laughs>
0: footenstein. How about Drunkenstein? I like that too.
1: I I I don't even remember what the fuck.
0: Drunkenstein is what Sylvester Stallone sings in that song in that uh, in that movie oh, with God.
1: Why are you sh- why with with Dolly Parton? These terrible things. Rhinestone is the name of that you, movie. Why? Just just why. Why? That's available for pre-order,
0: and maybe by release by the time you listen to this. But you should go check it out. I appreciate everyone who does
1: read Robbie's books. Re- read, buy my books. Um, if only with- you could talk as passionately about as- your own your own stuff, you should be a pitch man for fucking Hades. I mean, if they want to hire me, if they want to hire me, hey, I'm right here, super giant. The Footenstein Company <laughs> will reach out to oh, you. Oh, good, I'm ready. I'll
0: sell some Futensteins. I don't know what that means, but sure. You want to talk about Spider Man? Or... I suppose we have to. Okay, good. It's time for our final segment. It's time for No Book Club. No Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about a uh, longer collected work, and this, we sign it like it's a book in a book club, except it's a comic book. This week, we are talking about Maximum Carnage, the 14 part uh, crossover event in Spider Man in 1993. Written and drawn by many people. Uh Tom DeFalco, Jam DeMatteis, De Terry Cavanaugh, David Michelin, Mark Bagley, Sal Shema, Ron Lim, Tom Lyle, Avik Savik, with many, many more. Um
1: And much, much more. Much, much more. Uh that's no, that's a lot of that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Chrysalopoulos goes back this far, good for him. He does. Um mm-hmm i feel like we hadn't heard his name a whole lot he's recently he's
0: not i think he he is doing his own stuff now i think he's working on his own cartoon uh good for him um maximum carnage is a strange comic book
1: i i will i will uh, i will see your strange comic book i will raise you and that it is a bad comic book I am kind of fascinated by this terrible comic. It's very
0: interesting, even though it's not particularly good.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking a lot lately that it might be the most millennial thing is to just hyper-analyze really dumb juvenile media from the nineties. About all particular. the shit that I that that I consume, all the media that I consume that is that. Yes. Um. So, without further ado. Let's talk about this dumb book for babies. Um,
0: <laughs> it's not. To be fair, this is not for babies at all, Eric. All right, this is for mature. This is
1: for big, tough boys, mature, cool, awesome yeah. dudes. Kids that smoke behind the middle school.
0: They love
1: murder and blood. And, yeah, man, and nihilism, and and probably like mascots for heavy metal bands Mm um eddie from i feel like i feel like that's the whole that's the whole villain group in this (laughs) is this is like um this is okay so rorschach takes over the t1000's body (laughs) and then he meets all he meets like evil eddie and like all these fucking like like uh lady death like they're like that's basically what this is
0: you and mean they're shrink? like
1: you know what we're gonna do is kill people for 13 issues and then profit
0: um what you're missing eric is the deep metaphor all right so you notice how like there's venom and spider-man and they each have like someone and there's a black and black cat she's on the good guy Mm -hmm. team and then you Mm -hmm. look at the bad guy team and there's carnage and he's like evil venom and there's Mm -hmm. doppelganger it's like evil spider-man and then there's shriek she's like evil black cat get it yeah um i read this as a child
1: i think i read i might have read stuff leading up to this but not this exactly um i
0: thought it was really cool
1: (laughs) oh yeah i was definitely like more thinking about this era and like the shit that that like th- okay so this came out two years after terminator 2 and like a year or two after spawn i like I hate this I, is definitely reacting to all of that shit i like spawn in this comic book it was really good yeah not. spawn is literally in this comic book i mean it's they not... called him Nightwatch.
0: the yeah, night is he is a marvel comic book character but
1: yes come on guys clearly clearly distinct from spawn <laughs> totally different. not the same as spawn at all nope different character um also like i just remember i remember this era uh because this is when i started reading comics and it, like this 90s horse shit is also what made me read manga cuz i'm like this is like I, I i never really specifically said this is dumb as hell but it made me feel dumb as hell um and i was embarrassed to read it so i started reading manga which anime embarrasses the shit out of me now um i remember oh god i remember peter parker wearing these weird bear slippers <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. I wonder if that's a motif they've used more than once. I think I remember drawing him wearing those. Why do I remember those? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Um, and and Eddie Brock, gorgeous mullet. Just like an absolute A-plus mullet. Um, geez. No, I was going to talk about the fucking, like, the, the extremifying of of the the goblins mm-hmm. that like you know this isn't this isn't your old man's green goblin this is hobgoblin and now this is demon hobgoblin and now it's demogoblin who's just straight up a demon with a venom tongue and venom teeth and he's running around calling people sinners <laughs> he judges um, he
0: judges sinners but he's he's totally yeah. cool at being on carnage's team yes exactly um i mean this is it, it is on that that ramp of venom you know like it it is like okay spider-man and then spider-man gets the sim symbi- the symbiote symbiote that's how it's pronounced that's how it's pronounced, pronounced. He, that's, he, that's 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 canon now <laughs> he gets the symbiote suit and the symbiote god it's so terrible I, I can't even it makes me sick just to say it like that um yeah it's you know it's... uh but he gets and you know like oh he's he's it's dark spider-man and he has to fight with that he struggles with that and then oh okay he breaks free from the suit and the suit gets to it gloms on eddie and we get evil eddie evil venom for a while and you're like okay well then it's even more evil spider-man this is what spider-man would be if he had no no limits you know no no ethics and then they just like well what if that was guy was a good guy you know, what if Venom mm-hmm. was a good guy? And they're like, well, now that Venom's a good guy, we need an evil, more evil Spider-Man. Yeah, we, need a,
1: we need a super evil villain. And so Venom.
0: We, and we get carnage. And it's like, it's following that Ugh. same ramp as the, as those goblin and It's that goblin where it's just like, well, and then this is before I like the crazy splintering of the symbiotes where we get like the six different symbiotes. Yeah. Um, which I also loved as a kid. I was obsessed. I loved them all. Uh, I, it was I remember stupid...
1: thinking that that's the sim like I thought it was really neat. I mean the des- I mean the designs are fun. They're colorful. They are. You know, like what I don't know.
0: But it's, it's... it it it. I think it's now it's just how apparent how how em- like how empty it is. It's just all like it's just marketing. You know, it's just like well, yeah. this sold really well. Let's make it. Let's do more of that. You know, let's. Make well, it bigger and do more carnage.
1: This, this is, this is. I feel like drawing down more on the origin point of every garbage event that we've read mm-hmm. over this podcast. You know, because when I think about, you go back a couple of years before this, and you get, um, what is the story? Um, secret war, mm-hmm. secret wars, secret wars. where. Uh, yeah. Cap fight Thanos and all that
0: good stuff. Well, that was in that was uh, Secret War was beyond the Beyonder setting the heroes against each other. Um, you speaking of the, the 80s Secret War because there's also the I don't
1: remember what was the one that we read for this podcast. Oh, that was
0: see, that was oh, <laughs> see, that's the problem. They're all the same fucking name. No, I exactly. Uh there's I mean there's Infinity Gauntlet, that's also catfighting. See, Catfights Thanos like a bunch of times too. So. <laughs> I think I
1: am thinking of the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Infinity because, Gauntlet yes, is. That's that. what the that's what the movie was based. So that was because that was like ninety ninety one. And that was like George Perez and these kind of older guard Marvel artists, and they're beginning to react to these market forces and these things changing and like teenagers wanting to be big bad extreme boys you know and this feels a lot like it 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 feels i don't know it's amazing that it got as much traction as it did because it feels reactive it doesn't really feel like an interesting statement like i I, as much as i dislike spawn i feel like it and things like it really really made a statement that that people were hungry for you know it was an it's an important piece of art even if it's not one that i think is good um
0: i mean i it it, you look you know it's not i was thinking about this as i was reading this uh, reading maximum carnage like about x of swords because it's the hmm. same kind of thing it's you know it's a crossover within a. within just a singular character or singular property yeah. within a, a, a comic book universe. And, you know, there was, you know, there's a, a piece about the, the oral history of maximum carnage that I found. And there's a thing that stood out to me in it. And it's not, most of it is not that surprising. It's very much like, Oh, well, yeah, they wanted to do a venom carnage book because they knew it would sell really well. Um, yeah. Cause apparently the, the, debut of carnage was incredibly popular and this is right at the height of the speculator market when yeah 1992 1993 it's when millions and millions of comic books were sold out but marvel dished out they had marvel had 140 different monthly titles in 1993 to give you an idea that of context there's about 50 right now mm-hmm. 100- so 140
1: seems like an awful lot
0: it's a lot. And people, it, it was a bubble and people were buying those comics because they thought they'd be worth money at the end of the, yeah. they thought they could resell them. Not because they wanted to read comic books or like, certainly a lot of kids were reading them, but there was a lot of people booing it just by bu- they're buying, you know, Oh, Spider-Man number unlimited this new comic book. It's a number one. It'll sell for a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and no, it won't. It, there's a million of them. They're not going to sell for anything. That's uh, not, it's not special, but when you look like it's a, a fourteen part crossover event within Spider Man comics, um can contribute a lot to the that early nineties boom, uh especially the early nineties artist driven boom of comic books, of the Todd McFarlane's, of Jim Lee, of Rob Liefeld, of them drawing so differently than the old guard. You mentioned the old guard with like Infinity Gauntlet and those comic books. And credit where credit's due, their art and their art style drove a lot of that sudden interest because it was so mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And McFarlane was work he he worked he got that, you know, adjectiveless Spider-Man book and he was gone by the time this came out, but that a lot of that enthusiasm by from from readers and stuff was still there simply because he his his name was still in people's minds. And and it's like, oh, this is extreme. This is real. This is dark carnage kills people in this book even though it's not he does kill people it's not that graphic
1: kills a lot of folks off panel yeah it is really not very bloody um it doesn't show a lot of gore it's a lot of it's papered over yeah but i mean if you're to believe the text of this book i mean they're killing hundreds of people a day yes you know just just like their whole mo is we are going on murder tourism. We are just going to wander around the streets and kill every motherfucker that we, we encounter. Like that's, that is what we are going to do. And that is as much thought as put into this, that, I mean, that, that is, that is there. And then they try, Oh God, <laughs> they try and give him backstory. They try oh, all right, and yeah. flesh out. Like, I don't even know like that, like he was abused and it made him crazy and it's just like ugh, oh God, yeah, not like good. can we just say that like a jack o' lantern fell on the T one thousand, and that's that is what he is. Can we like that is about as that 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 is about as deep as his actual like backstory. I
0: Cletus Cassidy like I don't I mean we've mentioned Venom and Donnie Cates run on the on the briefly mm. earlier. Um it, it hit him bringing back carnage and cletus cassidy are the thing like i we didn't need to do that you, got re- you know the one of the best things that the century that having century around he century ripped carnage in half and threw him into the sun and i thought oh that's it that's the end of that we don't have to worry about cletus cassidy anymore uh where this you know but alas in comics no alas he has to come back of course but of course. it's there's a lot there's that stuff in here too where you can clearly see the age of this and the you know carnage is tech he's like a lot of with with the joker it was always like oh there's the philosophy of the joker was more removed and this is just no carnage screaming i don't believe in anything there will there is no plan murder everything and like
1: like for real he's he's i I don't know it's it is he's it's evil ernie yeah
0: it's not it's that
1: is literally and he's supposed to fit in with these other characters who have told i oh my god
0: yeah and shriek is just like they just made her harley harley quinn, harley quinn before harley quinn even existed but it's very it reminded me so much of that relationship of just like ugliness of, of ugly abusive well, relationship
1: that's the. Th- I don't think you can even think of it as that because there's not enough depth in either one of them. Yeah, fair. Uh, I mean, he 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 is. He's a T one thousand T-1000 jack-o'-lantern, and she's a prop. <laughs> like <laughs> I... um,
0: I was. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is like the how people get all like, turn Turner riots immediately.
1: Yeah, that, where they were like trying to put some literary spin on it uh and she's like i don't know she has some mind controly powers over them or something like it evolves into that yeah um sure uh i mean i you know whatever i'll i'll buy it she's witchy looking she's stole a, an alternate costume from black cat um it's it, oh god Carrion.
0: what i i know that like they do provide like minimal textual reasons why there's a why the suddenly people turn to looting on the dime but it just makes me think the fact that ronnie king was you know right there right then
1: and i'm like what year uh, was what year was that i
0: want to say it's 92 but i could be wrong
1: let's hope we don't see any I hope yeah, there's not it was a bunch of Nineteen ninety there...
0: two was when it was, so it would have been. That like, sounds about right. Then. Right. Okay. Right. 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 It was the LA riots after the after that trial ended. I'm and... really
1: amazed by this by this page, this splash page. That there's there is Malto Meal Spawn. <laughs> um. <laughs> there's Morpheus. Yep. There's Carnage. There's Demogoblin, and then the page turns by itself because, of course, it does. Thanks, uh, Comicsology. And then there, by, I remember. God, I I drew this. This what? What's his fucking name? Doppelganger. Yeah. Doppelganger. Um. Oh, and and like these guys teleport. Like it makes like they're 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 all torturing Eddie Brock, and then they're all fighting the heroes in the street, and then they teleport back torturing Eddie it doesn't make any sense like if you uh, if you really examine this in any way it doesn't make any fucking sense and then uh, there's the hippie apologizing to Captain America <laughs> Um, where is the guy oh there he is this guy with his fucking computer I have to read this out loud because it's amazing he's stealing a computer and he says 10 megs of ram an 80 meg hard drive why shouldn't i take it <laughs> oh, an 80 meg hard drive that's i mean all that space luxurious i know like you could fit a whole like eight pictures on that <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> it is it is it really is shocking that uh, from 92 to like that it's this is like looking at fred Flintstone like with his fucking car powered by his feet this computer was powered by feet is what i'm saying we don't need to hear um, about your 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 feet eric you know you know man don't kink shame me fair enough i'm sorry i like computers and feet okay fair enough. i really, enough. Don't, you're I really not, am really am not just i don't you're... want to put that out there i'm not in feet <laughs> you're not like, i don't care if you are i just i just need it to be known that i like please i am i am indifferent to feet please don't send them to they're fine like i don't they're just whatever they are
0: certainly a part of a person pleasing i said please don't send them to your don't please internet don't send me
1: don't i don't send them all robbie no i don't want them either um i mean to be fair like if, if you're like i don't know if someone sent me like their feet pics i'd be like that's that's great you have good feet and I wouldn't care because they're fucking feet. Like, who cares?
0: <laughs> I'm going to here. I'm going to I'm there were, we're going to get us
1: back on the rails. Or I'm going to now the foot. Cast? No, we're, we're not did gonna... talk about foot and That's true. We did talk about foot OK,
0: I'm going to say that there is like this comic book's not very good. It's way too long. It does not like you. I could conceivably no, see a story it, like it, this. It,
1: it, this could you could tell this in three issues easy and still be repetitive yeah this tells in 14 issues like why
0: yeah there's just a, it's more like oh well we need more characters captain america has to show up yeah
1: like, just and, keep adding
0: and shit. spider-man has to be a, a, a dick to mary jane for longer where he just doesn't talk to her
1: you're like well i feel hey. like that was just this era is just like we don't know how to we don't know how to write characters or whatever so just i don't know <laughs> i mean it's it is a product a lot reading from what the
0: writers were saying about this it's very much like well they were told to make it this long so they had to kind of you know pad it out well
1: this is this is going back to the same the same classic eric goodnight statement as if you were if you had if you have built the money printing machine would you turn it off no
0: but i'm gonna say my bright spot is uh sal buscema's art that is this, my.
1: I honestly think that this book looks very good throughout. I I'd like it. It makes me feel nostalgic and just I appreciate it on a lot of different levels.
0: I mean, overall, the art is not. I'm not going to criticize most of the art. It's mostly that when I think of. And I mean, I think this speaks to how old I was when I was reading these comic books. But right. when I think of Peter Parker, I still think of how Sal Buscema draws him, how yeah. I, I that's how what I picture Peter Parker in my head. And it is, I think, also Sal Buscema's art is in that that picture of him with Captain America, put it, you know, going down to offering a hand to Peter. That's a that's like a very, very nice page. Um,
1: what's the what's the Sal Buscema? uh section.
0: Spe- all the spectaculars. Spectacular Spider Mans. Um I think that's issue two or three. Yeah, here we
1: go. I'm on I'm on one of them now. Yeah. But Yeah, it looks really it, it does look really good and it definitely it feels definitely from an era before. Yes. I like it a, I, I like it a lot. There's some really gorgeous shit in here. He does all these awful nineties characters and it just looks gorgeous. Like I I I straight up love a lot of this um but i mean i like the mo- i like i love god these 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 pages look fucking awesome um like i don't know like i i'm i'm going to tell you like i think carnage looks cool and i think venom looks cool and i think shriek looks awesome and i love I, I love the way all these characters look with the notable exception of iron fist in his <laughs> little his his little ballet flats um Like this, this, this shit, it, it had one single, um, one single goal. And it's like, let's just, let's just put awesome shit in a book. And they did. It's dumb as hell. Dumb as a box of rocks. Just like absolutely the dumbest thing I have ever read. Uh, but God help me. I enjoy, like, I'm not unhappy that I read this it's really bad but i had a good time at times it was not like like would i rather read this or 14 issues of grant morrison what was up what's up with that i sent you a picture sent me a picture a reminder i've seen i know carnage rules (laughs) i mean no one no one's gonna forget this we know carnage rules carnage rules man carnage rules i, mean, I don't I, want carnage rules on a fucking t-shirt i
0: mean i i mean i think but like it's, a terrible red and black or red and white tie-dye they it's it's just that it i think the fact that you're, i read this and it does bring back all those memories and it does look very stunning and it, it reminds you why it it was so impactful whereas yeah, like it's yeah. very captivating all these characters look so uh, big and they 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 pop off the page um but also like i i need to we need to talk about the video game eric we need to talk about maximum <laughs> carnage like because that red cartridge that it's so like it's still when i look at that a picture of the maximum carnage super nintendo cartridge it's red and it's just yeah, it, it's, it's so it's, stunning it's
1: exactly the same as the oh god the cartridge is the actual cartridge is red as hell and it and it's so it's so ugly
0: but i mean i think that that the video game is as much of reason why this was so popular as anything it's it's very much like well you read a comic book and how long does it take to read a comic book
1: a couple hours at most and for 14 issues of this yes
0: yeah i mean this there's it's very wordy we will i will add
1: there's so much words and there's so little need for them yeah no a lot of words no content it doesn't zero it's just peter parker thinking over and over again you know what i don't
0: i my ribs hurt, and carnage shouldn't kill people he
1: was he was worse than matt jackson selling them friggin ribs uh
0: uh, it's 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 a lot of words so it it could probably take you longer than most comic books but
1: uh do do you you're not you're not missing anything no you're
0: not missing much but you're
1: not they are damn thing
0: there are words in there um but it's when you like you take in the fact that video game and how many people probably played that video game and how long they play the video game for you play a video game longer than you read a comic book yeah and so you you get this affection for the characters you get affection for you know the story that you might not even necessarily think about it. As a judgment of the comic book anymore, you're just like, no, Maximum Carter is great. I remember playing the video game, and you get to swing around as Venom, and you punch people as him. It's really cool, and he throws people. It's great.
1: This is th- this is I think this is an adequate storyline for an early '90s video game. Yes, but I don't think that it is good enough for a thing that I want to read.
0: No, and especially not for 14 issues.
1: Yeah, um, if you want to do
0: like a three, st- like you said, a three issue arc where. Spider-Man and Venom both want to hurt Carnage. They both want to stop Carnage, but Venom wants to kill Carnage, and Spider-Man wants to make it, solve it peacefully. That's a story, because, and you a story you can tell in three issues. Like, issue one, Carnage is some bad stuff. Car- issue two, Carnage gathers a super team, and then issue three, Spidey gathers his super team, and they fight, and then it's over. That's all it has to be. You don't need, you know all a lot of standing around and watching carnage like create riots and have mm-hmm. and like at a certain point i'm like oh, why is carrying you in here like what he just ca- he literally no he,
1: he just he shows up out of nowhere he crawls up out of the sewer i know in his diaper and <laughs> his it is weird gross diaper fetishist no kink shaming sorry um uh, you said sorry, you were Carrion. on the
0: record earlier eric and then Mm -hmm. you go back on it by calling him gross he's pretty icky he is very but but i mean when your powers are
1: admittedly like i don't know no i'm not i i don't want to i don't want to kink shame real people just gross superheroes well when your power is
0: based on skin on skin contact you want to expose as much of that skin as possible
1: he does not look like he's uh, looking for enthusiastic informed consent
0: no certainly not but it's, but it's not just him. It's like, it's Morbius and it's like, it's just this yeah. laundry list of all these. And, and there's so God, it's so much. And it's, it and, keeps going. And Spawn, not Spawn, you know, not Spawn shows up and you're like, well, why, why is Iron Fist here? <laughs> like, why? Like I'll take Cap. Cap's fun. I like Cap being there as like this voice of like, calm reassurance to Spider-Man. Cool. But
1: what happened? Can you? T- what happened to Dagger? She just vanishes for
0: but nine issues. Yeah, but where did she
1: go? <laughs> she comes back, dude. Dude, it's she was in the limbo. I don't know, man. It doesn't need to make any sense. It's fucking. I I, I imagine like maybe someone asked these questions and they're like, "It's a comic book. Who fucking cares?" <laughs> I'm gonna draw some more guys with jack-o'-lantern faces do you like two pages in firestar what happened to firestar yeah she did just sort of disappeared didn't she after it was it was after the the no i'm conflating some things because none of this shit makes sense <laughs> no, it all just well, i of, mean there it are bl- it blends together in a into a gray slurry well it's actually it's it's more of like a dark red slurry. Yeah, it's a very red there's a lots of no, reds not dude i'm gonna be honest i love that i love that it 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 just i i love the color in this awful awful comic i love it so much color is uh and we're we're not we're we're obviously looking at a digital recolored edition yeah um i've gotten into arguments online about this kind of stuff uh but i feel like this is pretty true to the aim yeah of what these guys wanted to do that they're like i i think this is i think the recoloring in this case was is i feel like marvel does a good job honestly well like when we read when we read um weapon x the color was garish and strange and i loved it so much i feel like it was maybe my i mean i remember reading it when we were when we were young but i like it was. I liked it better, you know, in this digital version.
0: It's also the. I, go ahead. As I was gonna say, it, it's also the. I, I mean, I was. I was just thinking, like, I, if I should count how many two-page spreads there are of just every uh, of every character, all of them mm-hmm. together, just f- flying, posing,
1: posing, lots of posing. This, we, is a po- this is a very like, but I mean. I really like I want, like is is this because there's probably books before this because it just feels like that's all people wanted was big dumb poses. Like, I mean
0: that's still is is, that, is, so we still talk about that there's still a significant audience for
1: people well, I mean, who just no, that's big what, dumb no, of poses. No, that's what I'm saying like is that is that where the dark knights metal crowd is this, is this where they learn to love comics? Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Eric. Like, yes. Is is it before this?
0: No, this is it. This is the, this is it. This is this, the, 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 the extreme era. This is what they, this is what they grew up on. I know it came from this
1: era, but I'm like, where, I don't know. Like, I, I, I am fascinated. It's like a weird fucking bug, you know, like I, I want to put pins in it and, and dissect it. It's, it's so bizarre to me. Um, and it is, de- it's definitely like it's bad. Good, you know, it's like it's like a bad horror movie for sure.
0: Um, I mean, there's, like, there, there's. I mean, I would think this is probably the largest of those extreme events of the nineties. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has to be like the X Men are the only ones like uh, Fatal Attraction's. That's the only contender I think I could summon.
1: Mary Jane smokes the world's skinniest cigarettes. That
0: is a very skinny cigarette she she smokes.
1: It's 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 a whole thing.
0: But I think like that's it's this or fatal attractions. Those are the ones. Like those are the ones I could think of cuz fatal attractions is one where Wolverine Magneto rips Wolverine's skeleton out through his skin.
1: See, I feel like that had a lot more going for it. There were moments and there much, was a story
0: it's much shorter i would also say yeah, it's
1: only it was i only remember two issues was there what, no what else it was, was
0: i think there's four
1: i want to say there's four total that's that, that that's entirely possible
0: but that was also 93 um executioner yeah. song was 92 which is cable heavy that's strife and cable and rob liefeld so it's you know it's all those those early 90s x-men events this one is this maximum carnage then right after this you get the clone saga which is terrible
1: i thought clone saga was like i don't know early aughts was it really late 90s that's
0: since past which is a, 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 an extension of the clone saga
1: there's been a lot of bad spider-man there has been
0: no argument um, clone saga was 94 to 96 ish um but that's really yep that's, what
1: that's, the, that's that blows my mind. That's the Jack. Who would have thought that these people didn't know what the fuck they were doing and would write a, a thing that, that would spin out of control that badly? Well,
0: I mean, I think that th- th- that is the other thing. Like this is I mean, Marvel declares bankruptcy in 1996. Yeah. And it's them chasing those sales. It's those them chasing that diminishing number like 92 was the largest was the peak. And then 93 was a little less and then a little less, a little less. And they didn't stop making so many comics, but a lot of people stopped buying them and yeah. they kept chasing with these crazy events and we're going to make it bigger. We're going to sell more comic books. And it ends up you know, chasing this crazy hype. It makes without substance. Cause that's what this is. It's 14 issues with not much substance you You burn out your audience, they go, "Oh well, that was a lot of issues, and it sure is like neat looking, but I'm not gonna buy fourteen com- fourteen issues when at the end the story it tells is not that substantive and I think that's the fundamental difference between a lot of crossovers today, at least the ones that we like are the you know the stories themselves are more substantive, even in X of Swords, where magic has a arm wrestling contest with a Gator man,
1: hey man, I'm here for it
0: <laughs> it's X of swords is ten thousand times better than this. Um, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, I think it, this. That's yes, the other thing is like this. This kind of educated – like you were talking earlier, Eric, about educating people about how to about how to learn. And I think this mm. this taught people how to read comics, and that's what and this I, this defined what comic books are to certain people, and still does. Yeah,
1: yeah. and not i would say that's not good yeah there's i mean there's a lot of terrible shit here um i don't know it it does sort of it really it feels like a lot of a a lot of different things like like i think of that stan lee and and like that i don't know what would you call it like silver age Mm -hmm. stuff yeah and like the big bombastic dumb shit and how Alan Moore parodied it. it, parodied it in like the 1963 books, and this feels trapped between that and Spawn.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe that's more accurate. like
1: there's more, there's more Spawn. Where in Infinity Gauntlet, it was like maybe 10% Spawn and 90% the other thing.
0: It's it's more it's more classical. It is more attributed. Mm-hmm. It's more it is more. It closer Hughes to the to legacy of superhero comics, well this mm-hmm. is trying to be both a little bit I think I think yeah. it is it is trying to keep a foot in each place, and I think that's I feel that, like
1: that was that had to just been the environment they were in because you you're gonna have you're gonna have all these old men and these young guns selling the shit out of stuff, yeah, but the the old men are still in they're they're still the they're still the the old the the people running things, you know? hmm And they're gonna tell you to do it this way. And uh but like every time you I don't know, every time these idiots do it their idiot way, the sales go up. And so who cares? Um I don't know, man. I got so tired of this crap. <laughs> you got so tired? It really did. Like I I sincerely I was it is tiring. Embarrassed. I loved comics, and I this is this is when I stopped reading them. You know, right around this Spawn era, and I don't know. I saw Akira Toriyama's artwork for the first time, and I saw, uh, I saw Rumiko Takahashi comics for the first time, and I was done. I'm like, this is a hundred times better. <laughs> this is way more interesting. Than than this weird shit. Like I don't care how many pouches you put on this guy, you know. You can make him twelve feet tall and call him Dick Rifle the Skull Face. Like I don't. I don't. Uh, like it just. There's. There's. I don't know. I would. I. I wonder. I don't even know because it does seem like the creators that I associate with this kind of Exodus to manga still like Liefeld comics and stuff like this stuff appeals to them a lot. And I, I don't know. I still look at a lot of it and and think that it looks fantastic. This issue in particular, the, the part 12 of this bullshit, this issue looks amazing, but it, oh man, with the exception of these terrible ballet flats, it really is embarrassing. (laughs) Um, I don't know.
0: I, I, I don't, I, I think that you can both acknowledge that it was important and it still is important yeah. to the history of comic books, yeah. but still acknowledge that it's also not very good.
1: There's, well, I think it's mixed. There's definitely good here. There's definitely things that I love. There's definitely fun to be had here. But man, Jesus, this is the worst comic bookie in the worst way, you know? just as just the the absolute pits in some places <laughs> but still i don't know i still managed to really enjoy myself it's crazy mm. <laughs> it's someone it's it's someone fed me enough poison that it all canceled itself <laughs> out I, uh, I i i'm i'm you're mr burns is what you're t- it. You're, you're, that was, you got so many illnesses they all they can't all can't yeah. get through the door they fight each other that's yeah. What was that in The Simpsons? That no, was The what Simpsons. Was that? Yes, that was Mr. Burns. Yeah, was it? Was it Burns? It was Burns. Yeah. So that's it. Was it was somewhere Three Stooges syndrome? Oh goodness! It's
0: all them trying to get through the door at once. Uh, I did not. Here, I'm going to say I can appreciate all of the art in this. Um, I did not enjoy my time with this, and I would not suggest anyone
1: read it. I, I don't know. I think that this is dumb and. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, it's accessible at all, but to me, this is a, this is a strange, interesting, like I would, would I, which would I, which would I read again? This versus Dark Knight's Metal.
0: Oh God. This,
1: hands down.
0: Uh, can I, can I choose the third
1: thing? No. Um... The third thing would be reading both of them. Oh no, God! I don't want that either. Um, the Dark Knight's I... metal is is like this, but worse. It is way worse. I'm not going to argue um, that. The, the, like this is the, I, I, like I said, I do enjoy this, but I think it is only only from this meta level. I mean, but, I mean, that, and I just, I mean, I don't know. I love Spider-Man. I have a tremendous amount of affection for Venom. Venom! Venom is basically what Carnage is. Yeah. Venom is basically like, oh, man, people like the black costume. Let's make him extreme, well, like Spawn. Venom. And then they're like, well, let's make him more extreme. What's let's, let's make him red, and all he does is kill people. Venom only kills bad guys, Eric, okay? Uh, well let's just know that everyone needs to know that Carnage rolls.
0: Carnage does roll. It's very
1: important. Carnage. Carnage does roll, guys. Carnage rolls.
0: Um that's Maximum Carnage. Next time we're gonna be discussing New Japan Academy Volume One, so Eric and I can <laughs> talk more about wrestling.
1: Well, we've not done enough. Not
0: enough uh it's it is the it's the manga with uh it's a the high school it's a high school manga using professional wrestlers from new japan pro wrestling uh just got translated in english we'll be discussing that next time uh ring along with us if you want uh that'll do it for us we are the handsome boys comics hour you can find us at com and find links to, every, to everything there facebook twitter rss feed uh follow us and like us all that good stuff if you like the show please subscribe Tell your friends, review us on our podcast apps. It all it all helps. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find me online on on Twitter at Robbie and my website is RobbieDorman.com. Uh, you find links to all my all my stuff there on my other podcast. And you can purchase my horror novels. Uh, as mentioned, Spiderfest is out soon. Love for you to check it out. Eric, where can they find you and your things online?
1: Well, you can go to uh, see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com. You can see all the other things I get up to online at ericzgoodnight.com. Uh that includes good lord, computers do includes things. Includes computers. Um that, that 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 includes all my various social medias, including uh Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh where I'm known on all services as Easy Goodnight.
0: And that folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll we <laughs>